Welcome to the NPC's weekly topic for the week of September 5th, 2020. My name is Travis, and of course, I'm joined by Preston. Yo! And Kyle. What's up? A new topic, a new week, and more shit to argue about, because obviously this has become Stockholm Syndrome, and none of us know how to actually break away. Dan did. Maybe we should ask him. (laughs) Texting him now. How do you do that? Yes, that's huh. that's enough context for him to understand <laughs> what the fuck you're talking about. Absolutely. <laughs> oh, he won't right. be confused at all. <laughs> so <laughs> this week we are diving into the big screen, converting itself down to the small screen and talking about uh, movie video games. So anything that has definitely been on the silver screen that has made its way onto a home console or, of course, PC, if you are a member of the superior gaming race. So with that, Kyle, I would like you this week to read our list. What do we have on there? All righty. So starting out the list, we've got Lord of the Rings, The Two Towers, Star Wars Power Battles, Ghostbusters, The Game, The Thing, The Warriors, Dune 2000, Chronicles of Riddick, Escape from Butcher Bay, 007 Goldeneye, X-Men Origins Wolverine, Enter the Matrix, AVP Gold, Spider-Man 2, Matrix Path of Neo, Shadow of Mordor, Aladdin, The Lion King, Mickey Mouse Castle of Illusion, Terminator vs. Robocop, Star Wars Force Unleashed, Alien Isolation, Jurassic World Evolution, Adventures of Indiana Jones, Batman Returns, Punisher, Blade 2, Batman Begins, Epic Mickey, Mad Max, Predator Concrete Jungle, Emperor's New Groove, and Home Alone 2 Lost in New York. That's a list. That is one hell of a list. This is actually our biggest list I think we've had, honestly, since the Overwatch one. It's been a while since we've actually had a pretty large list itself, but there's been enough movies and enough out, at least since video games have been around anyway. So, well, it's because a lot of these like hit you into the nostalgia factor. Like, true. It's, it's, you want to, part of it also is, you know, a, I think a lot more of the movie tie in stuff that we really got exposed to was like, especially back in the SNES Genesis type days. Oh, yeah. So it's like you'd be as a kid, you'd go see the movie and then it's like, oh, I love that movie so much, you know, and convince right? your parents to buy you the yeah. cart. So but uh, because this is a topic and we got to start duking it out here to figure out what's going to remain. Let's kick things off. I think we should go ahead and debate the two Matrix games first, actually. Enter the Matrix versus Path of Neo, because <laughs> I think Path Enter the Matrix better. is better. No. Yes, it is. Path of Neo is much better. Path of no. Neo does everything Enter the Matrix did and then also adds two more games into it. The first two part of more. Path of Neo is just Enter the Matrix. It's nothing but bullet time and slow down third version shooting. But then after that, it goes into the hand-to-hand combat and the superhuman stuff that Neo could do in the second two movies. It's better. It follows the movies. It does everything better than Enter the Matrix did. Even it, though in reality... Does, but the, uh, Enter the Ma- or, yeah, the Enter the Matrix game was actually written in cooperation with the Wachowskis um to fit in and tie in with the movies. Yeah. So was so was Path of Neo. They actually rewrote another ending. 
they re- yeah, watch out. That's part of the ending of Path of Neo yeah. is the Wachowski show up and say, hey, we're going to change the ending be- because they go through the whole thing of the martyr system of, with Neo. And they said, that's not cool for a video game, though. This is what happens in our video game instead. The Wachowski yeah, show up. So they were part one. of it. Oh, yeah. And you fight a giant Agent Smith robot instead because it's a video game. Well, I knew about that fight, but I, I didn't know about, you know, them being involved in that as well. So. Yeah, the biggest thing, I'm actually reading up on it here. I I think Into the Matrix is actually better. Uh, Honestly, I will say, though, uh, Path of Neo had the better gameplay. And it was a little bit longer. They were both short games, but it was a little bit longer. Path of Neo was way longer, though. It it was a little bit longer. Uh, It's Hmm. probably like two to three times as long, because Enter the Matrix, I can beat in four hours, four to five hours. Path of Neo takes... Probably about ten to fifteen, yeah, because you do have to go through some clear back levels. to my GameCube. <laughs> yeah, sure. I like Enter the Matrix too. You shouldn't have done these two first, so Enter the Matrix didn't have to be the first one to go. But there is no way it's better than Path of Neo, <laughs> which is perfectly fine. That's okay. I loved Enter the Matrix. I think it was the fact that it's like they brought the bullet time effect to uh, to an actual like console itself. You know, it's like you're seeing these gate, like you're seeing what happens in the Matrix and the fact to manipulate such in a game as well to be able to pull some of the same stuff off and then it immediately ties into the story that you're basically filling the gap of what happened between the i believe it was the second matrix and the third matrix movie no i think it's was it the first and second was it second third i think it's between first and second i thought it was second third no, 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 that's right. It was between second and, yeah, let's see. First and second. Uh, yeah, but, the Matrix but two characters I don't give a fuck about. Like, Ghost yeah, and Wonderface, like, honestly, you get to play as Neo. That's all yeah, everyone like, wanted to do was play as Neo. You wanted Neo. to be Neo, yeah. Did you play Path of Neo? Like, this bullet time thing you're so in love with at Enter the Matrix, that's the first third of Path of Neo. That's all it is. And then, remember how shitty the actual hand-to-hand fights were? like with bosses in enter the matrix like it looked so bad because it was just a bunch of swinging your arms wild it looked a little better in path of neo the actual hand-to-hand stuff if i remember right don't you get to actually do the agent smith fight in path of neo fuck yeah fuck yeah, yeah. you do them both yeah you get to do the you one do the where agent he does fight the, in the subway in the, in the schoolyard the with the, the giant pole and he's swinging it yep. around yeah yeah <laughs> Well, Sorry, Sherm. It's not even a contest. Uh, like I uh, like uh, Enter the Matrix a lot too. I think that game uh, gets uh, a bad rap a lot of times, but Path of Neo was so much better. And it's gone. Fair enough. I can't believe that's the first one gone. <laughs> I, I I saw it. Like those were the first two I looked at because I loved End of the Matrix. But you were right about Path of Neo. Like I think because I think they're both made by the same developer. Anyways, that End of the Matrix was first, mm-hmm. and then they could refine on it by going up to the next one. They could go back and say, okay, well let's try this again. But now we've learned from what happened the last time, and it wasn't well received either. You know, it didn't really do as well as the previous one. But you know, we haven't had a new Matrix game in a while, much less you know we got a new Matrix movie coming down the line soon. So yeah. who knows? Maybe we'll see another one. Sure, I got one thing to say to you. What? Six foot ant level. I think I win. I'm sorry. Just, what? <laughs> just the giant six feet ants in the Merovingian with fighting with giant candlesticks. In Path of Neo, I win. And the Matrix doesn't have that. <laughs> I hate you. Sorry, I had to pull that trump card, but uh, had to be done. That's... Thanks, appreciate that. All right. Uh, well, I'll cut. 
Blade 2 because I put that on here for some reason. That game is shit. <laughs> it's all nostalgia. Get it the fuck off here. It's a terrible game. All right. Goodbye, Blade. Oh, man, because remember, Kyle, did you ever play that one? It was back I on PlayStation not. 2 and Xbox, I think. It used the right analog stick as the hand-to-hand combat, and you would flick the stick oh, in the God. 360 direction. On it, But it was just so poorly done. <laughs> God damn, I think a real Blade game could be awesome, but yeah, get it off here. Yeah, it's gone. That's okay, definitely I've, not I've a thing. I've done the no. Batman <laughs> games. Uh, Batman games are notoriously bad. So we, we've got to narrow one down. I mean, we don't have to narrow one down. All three could technically go. Yeah, that that is very what true. What are the three? Uh, we got Batman Returns, two. Batman Begins. I I guess there is... Is there three? There would have been three, but it was only the two, given oh. the fact that we, we spun um, off yeah, a list ahead. for next week's. Yeah, these are... Bu- these are actually fine games, actually. Batman Begins was the one... They actually took the stealth from Batman Begins and put it into the Arkham games because it was done so well, and they used that fear thing. The hand-to-hand combat isn't as good, but it was it was a pretty decent outing, actually. And Batman Returns, that's the best of those sides going beat em up Batmans of the old SNES era. But, oh, yeah. yeah, I don't think it's top ten. And that was enough. a lot better than, remember, like, Batman Forever and shit that took forever to fucking kill anybody? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, that's fine. Not top ten. Yeah, get them both out there. All right. Let's see. Wow, this is shockingly going faster than I thought it was. I told you. I was like, we're going to kick a bunch of this shit off. I just, I had to say <laughs> yeah. the words. We really are here. Um, I don't remember the thing, though. Is this, was the thing? Was this Just move on to another one. Just okay. move on to another one. <laughs> you don't want to talk <laughs> about one yet. Look up the okay. video and uh, look, move on to another one. Wh- yeah, which thing was this, one. by Pick the way, though? <laughs> was this something that was released way back, or was this something more recent? Uh, uh, this that was PS2, PS2 and Xbox, two, I think. Yeah. That's right. Move on to another. <laughs> I'm not letting you have okay, that one you right guys, now. <laughs> okay, that's fine. You guys go ahead and, and pick something else then. I was just making a recommendation. Um, okay, so we got some Star Wars on here. Also, uh, we're not putting KOTOR on here. I, I guess we're not. No, I think part of it is because KOTOR, like, I, I guess because we're looking more at, like, the actual movie tie-in, or what is it? We didn't really actually set a lot of the criteria here as best we could. I was I trying to make sure that what we did was that it, like, held true to, like, what the actual series was. So KOTOR could technically fall in line with these more likely than not. Well, um, I, I, I thought about KOTOR. I just like Star Wars Force Unleashed my favorite. Canon? KOTOR, the, Disney's cherry-picking shit every day. They don't know if they want, yeah. like, they completely retconned everything <laughs> and made it out Legends. Goddamn movies. <laughs> yeah, they don't know what to do anymore. They don't know what to do, so it's like they cherry-pick. Like, you know, they brought Thrawn in, who was originally Legacy, and then they brought him in, and now he's canon, and so who knows what's going on. I mean, we didn't get yeah. Amara Jade added in, you know, and that would have been great to actually see. cool. Fuck yeah, it would have been cool. But no, we didn't get any of that. So no, that's why I was like, KOTOR was originally there prior to the Disney acquisition when it was considered expanded universe or extended universe. And I I don't know where Disney sits on that. I mean, it is technically faithful to the Star Wars environment, the Star Wars series and that, but I I don't know. It is still a great game. It's still a very popular game. That's why I I thought about KOTOR, but I like Force Unleashed is my favorite Star Wars game. So that's why I put Force Unleashed on there. 
I do like Force Unleashed as well, too. I was having a nostalgia trip even... with the power battles. I mean, come on. You get to you get to play as Mace Windu. You get to play as Plo Koon. You get to play as pretty much the entire Jedi Council, plus some people that aren't. Uh, Captain Panaka, Queen Amidala. Um, yeah. But if we want to, was cut this that made one, in the fine. same engine as the uh, as the actual movie tie-in, the Star Wars Episode One tie-in? Because that's it what was, it really yeah. looks like. What about Star Wars Arcade? Do you guys remember that one? Which yes. one? Yes. Oh my that, gosh, that one is my the, favorite. One, the actual arcade game that went through like eight of it only did the first two movies, I thought, but it played through the and giant battle joystick. scenes of the first two. No, yeah. it was all three. Like a saber fight. Was it all three in between? Yeah, so it did. It was episodes yeah, was four, five, and six. You had to do the uh, you had to do the Death Star run from episode four. You had to in right. episode the, uh, five was Hoth, both for the the overworld part where you were going up against the Adats and the ATSTs, uh, but also then in the Echo Base yeah, itself. That was a cool game. Yeah, but then also at the end of um, the third level is was Return of the Jedi, where you both went up against Boba Fett. For the saber part, and then Vader. Yeah, yeah, that, that is one a was fucking awesome. good one. Oh my god! Nope, that makes the list now. Sorry, I have to add that because that one is too fucking cool. Sorry, I gotta add it because that one actually. Is I'd really actually good. prefer that. Like, I like Force Unleashed better, but if we're going with something that's more faithful to the what it's drawing from, like all really Force Unleashed has is Darth Vader. Yeah, and lightsabers. Like, and I'm I'm I, willing to cut power battles. That was just a nostalgia trip for me. So, so why don't we why don't we cut that and Force Unleashed and keep Star Wars Arcade for now? Cool. Where is Force Unleashed? Oh, there it is. Okay, uh, it's under Terminator I got it. Robocop. I got it. Yeah, I think I like cut. Force Unleashed. <laughs> Force Unleashed, the first one, by far the best. Two, they didn't really Loved figure it. out what they wanted to do. The only thing that I would hope is that if we could ever get a remaster of Force Unleashed at any point in time, that they make the scene where you're pulling down the Star Destroyer or using the Force is actually more epic than it was, uh, you know, like it was in the trailer than it was in the actual game. Yeah. That's all yeah, I, that's all I can ask That'd be something for. cool in, like, VR. Dude. Oh, yeah. Fuck, man. That'd be awesome. I want that yeah, now. Yeah, I, w- I wouldn't mind seeing something like that in VR. Yeah. Actually, Force I think they could do something like Star Wars Arcade in VR. Oh, yeah. You could see the conversion it, for it. It's a, it's a rail shooter almost. Oh, yeah, it is. It, it really is other than, you know, it doesn't follow like, you know, the time crisis stuff where you can duck out right. of the way. You just got to keep shooting. But yeah, that'd, that'd be, be cool. cool. It would. That'd be a nice what? remaster. Be nice, Look especially at if fucking the... Disney ideas. <laughs> Come on, EA. Get your shit together. Yeah, you're, you're going to be... EA has it now, yeah. I'm actually surprised they haven't lost it after what happened with the whole Battlefront 2 fiasco with all the microtransaction shit. But now we've got the... Fallen Order come out and Fallen Order's good. Yeah, and then now we've got the new... uh, What is it? Whatever the new Rogue Squadron spinoff is. Star Wars Squadron. I I forgot that one's coming out too. Yeah, Yeah, Yeah. that'd be good in VR. Anyway, so... I think we've had the best Star Wars one. Star Wars Arcade. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, okay. Let's uh, keep going here. Um... Oh, let's see. I really don't want to attack this one, but the Lion King. I love Lion King. I love Lion <laughs> King too. Actually, I just bought my uh, my Super NES a copy of Lion King and was playing it the other day, and I had seen it in it's a fucking video, hard. And I I was like, that's so true. And actually, they designed the second level. I just can't wait to be king 
so that it's it so would difficult. be more difficult for kids to play on a checkout period. So they would have to check it out over and over and over and over again. So it was kind of made in cooperation with the idea of rentals. Are you serious? Yeah. But wow. I don't know. I, I've still, I think a I, lot, I, I don't know. I think a lot of games did that kind of shit. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. It just, that one, uh, it, it pissed me off and well, I, like, I've been playing it again. I love that game. <laughs> well, I think that was the same way for like, you know, I know it's a TV one, but like Yogi Bear Adventures, one of my favorite games from when I was a kid had no oh, save yeah. points. You actually had to complete the game from beginning to end. Or if you were one of the lucky ones who could get your Super Nintendo put away from other people was leave the power on on it and then just turn off the TV. Yeah, but no, the original Ghostbusters have that, too. Like, that's just yeah, a I thing. So games had. Like, yeah, I don't know. I don't know how much I want to hold that against it. I don't know if it's going to make top 10 because it is such a fucking difficult game. Oh, but damn. It's when very infamous right for being That one hits me in my nostalgia feels, guys. Yeah. You know, I've, I've still... Remember how good the fucking I've music never... was on SNES? So fucking good. It was mm-hmm. good on Genesis, too. I like the SNES um, uh, music better. I don't know why. Because I just bought that Classics collection last year. Oh, yeah. Where they did the HD remasters. And they gave you all the versions of it, and including the Japanese and the Game Boy versions. And I went through See? and listened to all of them. I was like... Wow, you wouldn't even notice. I didn't even notice this when I was a kid, but it, they're vastly different. Yeah, and I, I just started playing the SS, uh, SNES version. Um, and when I was a kid, the only one that I had ever played was the Genesis version. So it's a little bit different. Um, but okay, cut it. Oh yeah, that, I, okay. I love that game. I'm not gonna. I'm, I I honestly still I do love that game. Never beat it. Um, I've only ever been to the hyenas level. So like, just I've before the final boss to the. St- I've gotten mm. to the Stampede. Is that the final level? No. I've never beat it either. The Stampede's only like halfway through. <laughs> well, because there's been... another hyena. Are you talking about the hyenas in the elephant graveyard? Because that's the third level. Oh, no, no, no. Uh, you you go back and you have to fight the hyenas as an adult. And there's like Do a I whole puzzle Pumba? of like which <laughs> tunnel you have to go through. It's so dumb. No, that sucks ass. Yeah, yeah. Um, go ahead. I've seen fine. the game yeah. beat, but yeah, I've never beat it myself. And yeah, if I, I remember that. right, That's there's okay. no health pickup bef- right before you have to fight Scar either. So you have to fight you Scar can, after you can put you nine do continues everything. on. You can put nine continues on in the new one. See, that's like, okay. That's cool. I, I still can't beat it. Like it's so fucking hard. <laughs> I have beat Aladdin though, and I love that game. I do. I have beat Aladdin. I, I don't. It's much I, easier. I don't know why. I know I played these ones, but I just can't, like, uh, other than some of the stuff with, like, Lion King as an example I can pick out, of course, because the difficulty, I just don't remember a lot of Aladdin. If you, if The main parts of Aladdin I remember were the snake and the magic carpet level flying out of the cave. Oh, man, that magic carpet level where you're being chased by the frickin' lava. Yep. Yep. And that was really impressive for an SNES game, even. Like, it's not like these were just hand where you were no. Oh, I do remember. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and you had yeah, all the goofy like yep. it, it was very very uh Disney's cartoon like Yeah. Oh man. I mean, yeah, these weren't just throwaway movie titles. That's why The Lion King and Aladdin were so fucking good back in the day. <laughs> I'd feel much better about holding on to Aladdin than Lion King, so I need to hold on to it for now. I don't know what's going to happen. All right, that's cool. Ah, damn, that's a good game. <laughs> okay. So let's see here through the rest of this. What was Terminator versus RoboCop? 
<laughs> Which I'm trying to remember that Super one. Super NES Genesis. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, cut it. <laughs> it's stupid. Um, yeah, that game pissed me off so bad. It's fucking hard too. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you just play RoboCop going through and stopping the Terminators. Like that's all it is. But fuck, the Terminators are hard to bring down. It's yeah. it's a hard game. Just and then I, I never even beat it. But it was just there cool were game. these stupid mech things halfway through that were just like almost impossible to beat. Yeah, it was a uh, it was kind of like a in the vein of a Contra a bullet storm side scrolling shooter. It was uh, fucking hard though, and it didn't give you quite the control that a Contra did over your shooting directions and stuff. So no, it was so clunky. Yeah, even mechanically. Yeah, yeah. Let's cut that one. Okay. All right, that one can go bye bye. I said the words. Okay, that's gone. Gusho illusion. Uh, is it my turn or is it Sherm's? I I recommended the. I had to ask about Terminator versus Robocop. Okay. So, um, I think we should cut Mad Max. I like Mad Max a lot. I think it's a lot better than everybody thinks it is. But I don't think it's going to make top ten. I don't think so either. Uh, wasn't the open world pretty empty in that one? Yeah, I mean it's a post-apocalyptic world well, until I mean, you get like, to another desert town. Another yeah, but you didn't even get like hardly and, yeah, attacked but... or anything. It was just. You go and cruise, you know. Yeah, not really. Yeah, I guess it, was it was lacking. Yeah. It was lacking the know, madness of the max. Hey, so hold on. I need to circle back I around guess, to Terminator yeah. versus RoboCop because I just found this funny. I had to go back and watch the intro of it just to get some idea of it. Oh, I was like, they, it's gone, sure. <laughs> I know. I know. It's. I just have to. I just want to make mention of it because it's so stupid. The premise of the entire game was that they blamed Skynet on RoboCop. That it was merging the software and uh, the human mind is what created Skynet. And so they sent someone back in time to kill RoboCop. That sounds like the the next plot for the next Robo, for the next Terminator, since it doesn't have to make sense anyway. Yeah, if, Ar- you know, if Arnold's still alive, then there will be another Terminator movie. Anyway. Okay, sorry. I just I was looking at that. I just thought that was funny. Okay. Goodbye, Mad Max. They don't need Arnold to be alive. They can just deep fake him. They did in uh, um, Terminator... Yeah. No, I didn't. And, I've uh, seen Salvation. They're garbage. They should have just stopped after two. No, it wasn't Maybe in Genesis three. that they three, deep faked him. It was in, three, uh, but, yeah, it was in Terminator Salvation that they did it because remember, they did the young version of him. Oh, yeah. I think the yeah. problem with. I'm going to go off on a tangent real fast. Sorry. Go ahead. No, go ahead. Go for it. The problem with Terminator is that they make the Terminators too strong. They're getting more and more outlandish. And it's like, how do you top. One that can transform itself and clone itself and take over any machine and repair itself. I was like, how's the next one better than that? They just keep fucking making them too powerful. I was like, and then how does Arnold's Terminator, which is basically just a robot walking now. I was like, how does that thing even stand a chance against these motherfucking things? Right. Ah, It just bugs me. It almost makes me wonder. It almost makes me wonder. I'm going to keep this rant going just a little bit more here, though. It almost makes me wonder if we're going to end up seeing like a full on just re-release of Terminator or a remake of Terminator starting from the beginning when, you know, um, we first saw the T-1000 appear and was going after Sarah Connor. And that was where everything begins again. So we see a remake of Terminator 2 and everything else. You know, is that where we're at right now? I mean, it it kind of sucks to say that Terminator's out of ideas, but yeah, just like you said, you can only go so far with, with, you know, upping the ante on giving these other Terminators that much more power. Yeah. That's just my beef with that's Terminator. Right. I don't, or, yeah. or here's an idea, you know, you could just make the next one about someone that's a robot sympathizer and the robots are actually the good guys and Skynet's doing a good thing. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> <laughs> 
what an interesting direction Kyle wants to go with this franchise. <laughs> I mean, they've already gone pretty off the wall. Uh, yeah, isn't that bad. reality right now with us, with all of our uh, digital assistants and, and whatnot? And that what we are right now is we're AI sympathizers by asking our assistants to look up the time and, and set reminders and order packages from Amazon. Yeah. Yeah. Mm, what are we at here? <laughs> As Preston steers us back to what we're talking about. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. I'm I don't think you disagree with there. No, I know. I know. Uh, let's see. Was the Warriors also uh, what that wasn't related that's a good to game. Mad I just Max, think it's was it? Top 10. Oh, okay. I don't know, man. It is I a good love game. the Warriors. It, it's a rock star I do too. Game, actually. I just don't think it's going to make 10. Yeah. It, it is good. I just don't think it's going to make 10. If this was to 15, I would fight a little harder for that, Warriors. That's probably one of cause... my favorite movie games, okay. honestly. But, uh, I, yeah, you're probably right. It, it okay. is a really good game. Like, it's a very underrated Rockstar game that no one even knew about. And you see it, you're like, this looks stupid. It's not. It's a really good game. It yeah. was fun. I had a, yeah, I thought the combat worked correlates with the movie. You play a new character yeah. that's basically uh, just being inducted into the gang. Because uh, it's like during the uh, 70s in New York. Damn, maybe not. I don't. I mean, if it, if it if it holds true to the actual movie that it came from, and, and it does still better than most value, of these, actually, but... then it can stay. That's perfectly fine. No. Let's hold on it for now. I'm okay. I don't think it's going to make ten, but I think I'm not ready to let go. Then what about Predator Concrete Jungle, Preston? Get it out of here. <laughs> That's what I thought. It's one That's of my favorites. I it's... thought. Get it out of here. I love that game. I'm broken. I know. Bye, Predator. <laughs> You're so fucking dumb. <laughs> oh, fuck. Yeah. Um... We got a couple Lord of Rain games here. Mm-hmm. One, which actually I think Two Towers was a very good game, and it deals directly more with the actual movie. I think Shadow of Mordor is a much better game. I feel like, but it almost has nothing to do. Book. Which one? Like it, Shadow of Mordor. Yeah, Shadow of Mordor. I I would say directly correlates off of an idea from the book. It's it's not even in the book. It's. It's an idea from the books. How do you mean? Like, I, I think there's maybe one mention of Blackgate. Okay. Maybe not. It's, maybe it's, it's just in, like, the Silmarillion or something. There is barely any tie-in with Lord of the Rings at all. Like, Dan, that's, that's why I have a hard true. time with that one. But it's a really good fucking video game. So, I don't know where to go on that one. Yeah, not, not arguing. I'd have on, to say it, it's like it's a better it's a better it, game than Two Towers. It's further from the subject matter than uh, Two Towers. It is though. though. You're you're right. It is. Ah, yeah. He's yeah. We should cut Shadow. It it's almost yeah. It's not even really based on Lord of the Rings. Like, and every time they do refer to something in Lord of the Rings, it feels forced and it doesn't feel organic or natural in any way. Making me fucking follow Gollum was just stupid the final boss is stupid yeah get it out of here <laughs> fuck and it's gone all right keep two towers for now 
There, I got rid of one. Ah, I love that game. I fucking love Shadow of War. Hmm. Um, is it my turn? Yeah. No, I just did. I just did Shadow of Mordor. Oh. It's Kyle's turn. Talk to me about uh, Emperor's New Groove. <laughs> it's just. It's not it's even just, me this time. <laughs> yeah, this was me. This was actually me. This was one of my favorite like PlayStation One games that I can really recall, and it was just a, it was just a platformer. The whole point of it was just to get just exactly like following along with the movies. You had all the different paths that you could follow. You had to, uh, when you're playing as Kuzco, of course, obviously you had to like, there were areas you couldn't get to. If you were a llama, so you had to like disguise yourself up to actually get through these areas. Um, just like he did when he went into the restaurant in the movie. Um, and then every time you died, it always played the scene from Emperor's New Groove where uh, Yzma is sitting up on the throne mourning the loss of Kuzco. <laughs> and, you know, then they all, like, throw everything away and change everything back to, uh, you know, everything to her being Emperor instead. So that was one of the things that stuck in my head is that you die, you'd end up actually like, seeing that scene. And it was just a goofy one, at least with knowing what happened. But it, it followed the movie enough, at least, to get from the beginning of the story to the end of the story anyway, but it was just a silly platformer. What it, what it really reminded me a lot more of though, at that time, at least is it kind of felt like they took almost like the way Spyro played at the time. And at just, just kind of overlaid emperor's new groove over the top of it with some little nuances and some little changes there, but it was a fun one. It was one I really really had a lot of fun with as a kid if it needs to go it can go i think it's just more than nostalgia factor like you know we cut concrete jungle for preston because that one just gives him the feels but uh it's just a goofy little platformer of the game of the i, I played this one it's, it's okay i think this is actually like how we were talking about snes aladdin and lion king those were still really great games i think this is when it started they were just throwing the disney theme onto generic platformers uh, yeah. As far as the actual game of Emperor's New Groove, I didn't find anything particularly groundbreaking. It's the same thing I thought with Bugs Life. It's the same thing I thought with Toy Story. I, you just, it just felt themed rather than a legit platformer built around that. But I don't know. Damn. I didn't put Toy Story 3 on here. Yeah, and I just thought I didn't put Fifth Element on here either because that had a PlayStation 1 release. Uh, I would have fought you on Toy Story 3. I don't care for it as much. I do like uh, Toy Story 3, but... I, I like Toy Story three, but you don't like Disney Infinity. Not so much. I I I was done with the whole Toys to Life thing at that point. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah. I I got I got caught up in the Spyro and it pissed me off. <laughs> hmm. I don't know, Sherm. I don't think that's gonna make it. That's perfectly fine. I just. Again, I think like you with Concrete Jungle, is it's just the nostalgia factor. Just that was that was for me a fun game because I also enjoyed Spyro at the same time. Yeah, and it, just because it kind of like meshed up with it, it felt comfortable to get into. Um, so it, it's it's whatever, it's fine. Oh, Bye. Man, Spyro was so fresh yeah. at the time, though. Spyro kicked ass. Yeah, I love. Spyro. Still does to this day. It actually still holds its weight pretty well. It is okay. <laughs> I played that recently. <laughs> That's why it I said okay. pretty well. That's why I said pretty well, Preston. Uh, well, do we want to talk about Home Alone 2 Lost in New York? You can cut it. Thank God. <laughs> I'm tired of staring at it. <laughs> I'll find the it's video. It's better than you would think. 
it just it it really just doesn't seem like it I, i'm looking at like you know like i talked about before we started recording was the home alone game for the super nintendo that i had that one was that one was okay and i think maybe the difference was that because that one you know was a super nintendo game versus this one but the the level setup was basically the same and like you kind of alluded to i think kyle was that they may have released both at the same time when the N- when he, nes was on its last legs and the super nintendo was the new hotness all right, I, I'm going to look it up because I think they did. It's very possible. I just, like I said, that stupid bouncing sound from the Home Alone Super Nintendo game when Kevin's jumping on a bed or something to be able, you know, for you to jump up on different stuff or to go and collect different things is just with me forever. I have like PTSD with that. It's not good. Um,. Hmm. I think we should cut Mickey Mouse Castle of Illusion. It just uses the character. It has nothing it, to do with any kind they of Mickey did. Mouse they released at like the that. same time. Okay, cool. And yeah. yeah, I think I think between the two Mickey games we have on here, Mickey Mouse Castle of Illusion and Epic Mickey, I think Epic Mickey probably holds its weight because it's not only do you get with Epic Mickey, you know, playing as Mickey, but at the same time you also bring back what was it, Oswald the Rabbit? Yeah, is that is yeah, that the Epic Mickey? Yeah, exactly. Honestly, probably Epic... cut them both. I don't know because I think Epic Mickey holds it because it's like it had to go back so far in the Disney lore for things that people may not have been aware of. That's like this is the first, you know, th- this was actually Walt Disney's first creation instead of Mickey, and, and Mickey ended up being the, the supreme. You think so because it had it's... to go so far back? Not, it's not even that for me. It's the it's drawing no- from nothing but a character. Yeah. Oh, that's fair. Yeah, it it pits both. Okay, it pits both uh, against each other and uses that popularity of mickey against the obscurity of this one who has a a grudge against mickey for being as popular so it's a cool game like that was that's a full um fuck what's that guy's name ah i can't remember who did mickey i'm gonna look it up real fast okay uh god it's on the fucking tip of my tongue who made epic mickey tim schaefer is that it Hmm. We yes, I know. I was like, <laughs> "God damn it!" <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Google. The we made it. <laughs> Stupid fucks. <laughs> God damn uh, it! <laughs> I'm so mad. The information that you can <laughs> glean from the internet only works War if Inspector, you do it that's right. It. Okay. Um. And isn't he the guy who did the Psychonauts? Hmm. I thought that was Tim Schafer. Yeah, that's Tim Schafer. You get them all confused. They're all the same. <laughs> okay. Uh, so we've got that one down. We're down to 17 on the list, if I counted that right. So we still got a few more to cut, I think, before we start looking at saves and discuss further. Uh, uh, War Inspector did the original Deus Ex. Ah. Uh, oh. Okay. That's where that name sounded familiar then. What about... This Chronicles of Riddick Escape from Butcher Bay. Talk to me about this one. I just want to know. Move along. <laughs> um, okay. It was back to that an one. original Xbox game. Uh, just before we move on, I'll give you a little heads up. It was an original Xbox game. Uh, it was based off of the, uh, obviously, Chronicles of Riddick and uh, Pitch Black movies, but it was a prequel 
written uh, directly with Vin Diesel and produced to be directly in line with the movies is actually better than the movies. That's right. I went back and looked at some of those screenshots. I remember that game. His story is canon for the British okay. series. Like, and was it actually Vin Diesel voicing? The movies. <laughs> yeah, it's it's okay. It's actually and it's actually a really good game. Oh yeah, like I don't, yeah, it's super that, fun. I don't know if that how much that matters, but it's a very good stealth first person shooter. Um, when we were, t- we, I think we this was in our world building one too. Like they bring that prison to life of but- oh, the yeah. Butcher Bay prison to life. So I don't, it feels like you're really there. I don't know. Okay, I, and it, it's kind of cool too because in in the movies before the games had even come out, they make mention of Butcher Bay being like a horrible yeah. place and and that Riddick yeah. came from there. Honestly, I think you need to lock that one if we're being honest. Okay. Yeah, I think so too. No, that's that's fine. If if we want to start doing that instead to like lock the stuff in that we think we're going to hold on to for the top ten okay. argument, then we can do that. So, Lord of the Rings, two towers. Then, uh, I'm not locked in on that one yet. No. Okay. I will uh, say Ghostbusters. I totally am for. I am too. This was the it's one that they released the on Xbox 360 and PlayStation 3, and then just recently re-released, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. it was actually written as a uh, the actual third movie. That's right. Okay. Okay. Uh, the thing. Mm. Hold on to a second. Yeah, I'm not sure. On. Okay. Uh, the no, Warriors the sounds I'm like not a sure s- not sure yet. There. Okay, Dune 2000. Cut it. <laughs> Cut it. Okay. That's a good strategy game, though, Kyle. It is. It is. But uh, as far as the movies go, um, it it delves more into the other houses that it, it's only stuff that's actually covered in the books fair enough okay uh 007 golden eye i think you have to lock that lock it in agreed okay that one's there x-men origins wolverine this one i'm trying to recall wasn't this one just a like I a lock this this was a hack and slash really it. wasn't it it was and actually every time it's a god wolverine of took it's damage like his, his flesh would rip away down to the adamantium skeleton and you could it watch his cool. flesh regrow that's right yes okay okay cool it, um, i mean you go right through the missions of the, the movie which yeah. aren't great because the movie sucks but the actual yeah. game was really really fun yeah, the the game was super fun. Uh, it did. Hold on, let me see what else we have here. One of my favorite X Men characters, but it's still a great game. Uh, don't don't lock it in for me. I'm not a hundred percent. I I think oh. it's gonna make it, but I'm not a hundred percent on X Men. Okay. Um, AVP Gold, I think should almost be kind of ca- cut. I think it should be because the Alien versus Predator movie series didn't come out till well after we had an Alien versus Predator game even exist. Because all very the, true. Because all the AVP stuff was comic. Of, yeah. Yeah. It was based off the ideas that were generated from the comic and the two worlds colliding. Yeah, which honestly they did well. I think the alien, yeah. I think the idea of bringing those two franchises together has been by far Very one funny. of the coolest things they've done. And like, I, I'm, I'm gonna the first Alien versus Predator movie was awesome. Alien versus Predator Requiem, I think, was kind of, eh. That was the one when they were like in that like what I thought was like Colorado Springs or something like that. See, and I've read some of the books, and I I was into the comics. It's like some of the comics. Uh, I I don't know. They could have yeah. been better, but they were still they were still decent. But they could have mm-hmm. been better. 
Yeah, so I think it needs to be cut on the fact that it came out even before the movies existed. Yeah. So let's talk about how fucking great that goddamn game is, though. Plane is the Predator is so fucking badass. It is. Oh yeah. And the alien that... is disorienting as shit. <laughs> and the yeah, because that especially if you that met the level requirements you unlocked cheats that were they weren't really even cheats because you had to really really work your ass off to get them, and it was just fun stuff that you could replay the game with, like the. Uh, I remember the first level with the Predator, if you had 90% accuracy and you had all your kills with the uh, spear gun, uh, you would get this thing called pig sticking, and it basically just shot a wall of spears. Dude, <laughs> I never actually what? Did that. that sounds awesome, though. That yeah. is sick, man. Um, there was one that, like, uh, if you completed a, a level with the alien, uh, it was underwater mode. And it would give the screen a blue hue and make it wavy, so it was like ten times more dis- disorienting. Think about how much more terrifying it was to play the fucking marines in that one, because like, oh yeah, you feel so underpowered. Well, and yeah. and every time, no matter who you were, every time you got to a pred alien, you just about shit your pants because oh, the yeah, fight fuck. was so hard. Even just a predator too. Like I, I did not want to see a predator. In that fucking game. Aliens I mean, are fine. The predators whatever. were cake compared to the pred aliens. Those ones were just, they, they had so much health. <laughs> oh, fuck, remember that? And the fuck, even fighting a queen or a Praetorian alien was just, yeah. Fucking, yeah. Mm-hmm. Those were just, yeah. That's a good game, though. I really enjoyed that game. All right. Spider Man 2. I think that one's actually going to be a stay. I think that one's been one of the most successful Spider Man games up until the most recent. Yeah, I mean, we wouldn't have the Spider-Man that we have today if it weren't for Spider-Man 2 getting the swing correct. mechanics down. Yeah, uh, Matrix. You Path are correct. Of, Matrix Path of Neo. I would lock it, but it doesn't sound like it is for everybody, so I think we need to talk about it. Okay. Um, Aladdin sounded like it probably was, though. Mm. Not sure. I yet. would lock Aladdin. <laughs> okay. I don't know if everybody else would, but I, I would lock, lock Aladdin. All right. Consensus that is sounds in, so boys. stupid, but it's so good. <laughs> it is alien, so good. Alien Isolation is a lock in for sure. I think that's a lock. That's a lock for me. Yeah. But I don't know. Same here. I think it. I think embodied what Alien was, yeah. and alien it, you know, four, five, we six. throw out the Colonial Marines bullshit that we got, and this ended up being a an awesome game, and it actually did what a, a, an Alien game should have been. You know, it was a definitely a good point, and it actually hit. And released at the right time when everybody was into those really big, like, jump scare, jump scare type games. Like, uh, um, you know, you had um, Five Nights at Freddy's. You had Slender Man. I know there's, uh, what was it, um, the CCP or whatever it is. CGP. I can't remember the actual name of the the this game here that had all those other different creatures and that. But, you know, you had all these people that are there. And it's like, let's release something based on a franchise and, and kind of following that line with the jump scare stuff. And sure enough, I think that game hit the nail on the head for the series and, you know, released at the right time. Uh, I agree. And I feel like Alien Isolation was almost they, they took more cues from like Outlast. Yes, I think so, too. Yeah. 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 yeah, I think I can see that as well. Uh, Jurassic World Evolution. This one I'm a little wishy washy on. I wasn't really sure how to actually say on this. Uh, okay. Same here. I don't know um, either. I I feel like I feel like this one was like a no brainer for them to create it because they'd already done a Jurassic Park game of the same style before. Mm-hmm. Um, like in I, I think it was uh, Windows ninety eight actually. Um, and it was it was decent. That sounds familiar to me too as well. 
Yeah. So I mean, it it just follows the same, <laughs> you know, park format that you see in Zoo Tycoon that you saw in in Dino Park Tycoon in the the early nineties. I feel like. I think what would be yeah, cool. Yeah, but I get to make a fucking T-Rex. You do. I think what would be cool is if they did do a Jurassic Park game sometime soon is take the elements of the more recent Lara Croft uh, Tomb Raider games, take uh, mixes of the Uncharted games, and then add in dinosaurs. Like, you know, you're out exploring the islands. You're having to jump around, and it doesn't mean you're going to run into dinosaurs all the time. But the fact, though, that it's like you could be walking around and you have to it's be looking arc. around for raptors and shit. Or, yeah, exactly. Like, make it that big of a map that Dino you actually have crisis? to explore. I don't know if Dino Crisis would really fit that part. Yeah, go of ahead. Go ahead and cut it. That's yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't say Dino Crisis would fit that for sure. Dino Crisis felt more like really like a lot of just running, gunning, and shooting at dinosaurs. But maybe I remember it wrong. The gameplay doesn't really like – yeah, it – it's just a tycoon game. Like, I guess the idea of it is you want to feel like you're in Jurassic Park, and I don't feel yeah. that. I'm just running a giraffe. I'm just running. Yeah, okay. That's fine. Okay. Adventures of Indiana Jones. Ah, uh, you can probably cut it. I don't remember this one. Was this an it earlier was an game? SNES one. It was okay. the only one that got the music right, first of all. All the other ones <laughs> never did even the music right. Like, da 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 None of them got that right except for this game, and I don't know why. <laughs> but it, it, it okay. went through the movies. It was pretty fun. Okay. Um, I just don't think it can stack in top ten. Like these other ones are really fucking good, and it's not that like I felt like Indiana Jones. It was just fun to see me go through my favorite scenes from the movies. But I think we can cut it. I won't put up a fight. Okay. Uh, Punisher. Punisher. Yeah. Which one? You was should this? probably cut that one too. Was this the one for that movie tie-in from the early two thousands? It's so that's the problem. Like. I don't know how much of it's actually movie tie-in. He looks like the comic book Punisher, actually, but it's voiced yeah. by the movie one. So I don't even know. Like it has scenes from the movie, like the Russian. You fight him in your apartment, like you did in the mm-hmm. movie. That's what I remember. But almost like a lot. Almost Which none of it though. Besides talking? that, is this the one that um... the Tom Jane, the Tom Jane one, the first Punisher with John Travolta? Uh, I'm trying to remember that one. Was that the one where he had like the? The like kid that was a mechanic living in his uh, apartment building, and he took in a girl. Or am I thinking a different Punisher movie? He, am I thinking he Warzone? was living in a shitty apartment building with like a bunch of fucking um deadbeats and shit? And yeah, hot, okay, Mace yeah, no, mm-hmm. I am thinking that one. Yeah, yeah, but the the game doesn't deal much with that shit is at all. But it does capture the feel of the Punisher, but. I don't know. It almost feels more like the comic book than it does the movie. I don't know. But it's voiced by okay. Thomas Jane. And, ah, cut it. Okay. And then, of course, uh, last but not least here for this, where we're at now, is Star Wars Arcade, which I think is a lock-in. Um, two, th- How many do we have? One, two, three, four, five, we got six. six seven, we got eight, six nine, locked 10, in. 11, 12. So. Yeah, 12. Yeah. Ooh. Would I save one of those spots for Star Wars Arcade? I would. I would lock that in. What do you think, Kyle? The one, the one disadvantage I think, and it, it is, it is gr- a great game, and it is one that I would always hit the arcade for. Uh, but it's so short. I know. 
but I don't, it's hard to hold that against older games. It is, a lot it of old is. games. It's, well, I it's think, not but, even that much older. Right, but I don't it. think you can hold that against an arcade game, though. That's right. that's the thing. Like you shouldn't be able to do that. If this was, if this was something like you know the like if we if we had Force Unleashed two here on the list, I could really see that. Off that with short games. Yeah. That's been a discussion we've had previously that, that Force true. Unleashed that 2 has true. pissed people off because of how short it was. This is short because uh, it no, is actually an arcade machine. Yeah. I think it does For what belong. it presents, I think it's a great fucking game that ties I mean, into the movie very well. Yeah, that, that well. is the one thing. It it does captivate all the best parts of of what you would want to experience out of the movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And even since then, we've had way more Star Wars games come out that have further embodied. I mean, Force Unleashed, of course, got cut, but it was still at least something that tied into the birth of what the Rebellion was. Um, There's been, you know, we did have Jedi Fallen Order. We've had the Battlefront games. We've had um, Rogue Squadron. We had the Episode 1 Pod Racer, of course, you know, we talked about last week. Um, you know, we've had all these other games that have come out so far that have just been great games anyway, or at least mostly have been great games for the Star Wars one. That yeah, and just that's true. But fits. um, I think I think if I were to if I were to add another one to the list, and I'm not going to at this point. Thank God. It like it you would you would want to keep Star Wars Arcade for sure, and it'd be Va- yeah. Vader, the Va- VR. Vader Immortal. I haven't played that yeah, yet. Yeah, Vader Immortal. Sure. I mean, it, it's a short game, but damn, it, it's the experience. It, it, you're you're fighting Vader. Yeah, that's supposed to be coming out I on PSVR soon, isn't it? And it, it is. It is oh, supposed it to be is. coming out on yeah. VR. And okay. I mean, Star Wars Arcade gave you that, and that was the reason to play it. You know, you got to fight Boba Fett. You got to fight Vader. So definitely, it's got to. I think you're right. It's got to stay. Okay, so then what that leaves us at is we have got seven confirmed on here staying, at least as of right now, seven confirmed, and we've got five others to sort out. So that means we've got two slots open or three slots open for these guys to to work with. What do we think needs to go then? I don't know. These are all really good. Yeah. I think I would cut X-Men Origins and The Warriors. Those were the two I was looking at, too. I thought Lord of the Rings was so impressive how it captured the mass battles, the giant battles of the Lord of the Rings franchise and like how you're just a cog in a giant fight. That was pretty fucking cool. The thing, that's just a good horror game. Like honestly, and they, I I don't want to cut the thing and the warriors warriors is good. I just don't think the game is as good as path of Neo. And I just have a soft spot for path of Neo, but I don't know. Okay. I, I, I can the, listen to arguments against Path of Neo if we want. The one thing I, I have against Path of Neo is there were points it felt like it got off the rails. It did. But I still had more fun playing overall Path of Neo than I did the Warriors. Uh, see, and I, I know I'm being blinded by the Warriors, and the one thing I, I will say, the Warriors at this point probably could get cut. The gameplay was ultra-repetitive. I mean, all you really did was you, you, still you was good, though. burglarized yeah. stores, you uh, jacked car radios, and you spray-painted W's on buildings. But it was, I don't know, it was still fun. It was really fun. But, I mean, other than the, the beat-em-up parts, 
that that's all there really was to it. Um, a lot of the missions were the same yeah. thing over and over and over again. That's how Rockstar is, I guess. I don't know. It, it that is true. That is true. But I don't know. Yeah, it, I I think you I got prefer... about halfway through, and it did get it was too repetitive at that point. I'd be okay with cutting the Warriors. I think at the time has come. I think it made it pretty fucking far. All right, so the Warriors is gone, and it sounds like maybe X Men Origins Wolverine is the next one to also go to. Then yeah, that's the other one I would cut. I... That's where I'm at too. X Men Origins is really good. Like, and there's something to be said for how fun it was. The fact that it was better than the movie it's drawing from is something yeah, to I be think, said. I think so too. Mm. Well, I didn't say cut it yet. <laughs> Sherman's moved on. <laughs> <laughs> it's back. It's back. Control oh, Z everything. Know. I'm looking at our little ones that we have locked, too. I, I don't think I could cut any of those for one of these. No, I. there's no way. Will you have Star Wars Arcade on there twice? Uh, no, I don't. Do on my list. I don't. I'm looking right at it. I'm looking at it too. I'm looking right at it, you bastard. <laughs> What's below Alien Isolation? Just Star Wars Arcade. That's the only place it is. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. I have two of them. That's weird. Refresh your, refresh your connection to the Google Doc to make sure that you can did. see I it. Actually exited out and redid well, it. It, the, thing, the thing for sure has to be on it. Uh, I agree. Oh, there it goes. Okay. That was yeah. weird. Okay. All right. So the thing is there. Okay. Yeah, I think this, the fight comes down between these three, honestly. Yeah, because it, it... Oh, man. Yep. So we got only the two slots left, boys. Oh, I really like Matrix Path of Neo. Kyle, what are you thinking? But I also really like Lord of the Rings, The Two Towers. <laughs> yeah. I think I would cut X-Men Origins. That's really hard for me, yeah, but I think cut I it. would. Cut it. I'm, I'm just going to, I'm just going to, I'm just not going to Just pull the band-aid. I'm going to remember <laughs> that they ruined my favorite X-Men character, so. <laughs> Gambit or Deadpool? <laughs> Gambit. They ruined Deadpool, too. So at least, at least Deadpool had Was a redemption. Is that the same movie that they ruined Deadpool? Yeah. 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 Oh wow. Yeah. At and least you fight the, the you fight the broken version of. At oh, least man. we had I the redemption, though. We had the redemption. No, we have to cut it. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. All right. So that is uh, that's where we're at on this. We've got Lord of the Rings: The Two Towers, Ghostbusters: The Game, The Thing, Chronicles of Riddick: Escape from Butcher Bay, 007 Goldeneye, Spider-Man Two, Matrix: Path of Neo, Aladdin, Alien: Isolation, and Star Wars Arcade. So we're going to take a quick break to start sorting out our individual one through 10 lists and come up with an overall standing in this week's topic. Be right back. And we are back. Well, after a little bit of deliberation, a little bit of banging our head against the wall or possibly maybe coming to some sort of crazy, wild, once-in-a-million, go-buy-a-lotto-ticket type of consensus. We have our numbers. So, Preston, regale us with uh, what we have going on here on our topic of top movie video games. 
What's on our list? What do you want me to tell you? I would like to know what we have at the number 10 spot. The number 10 spot? Right now, we have The Matrix Path of Neo at number 10. Okay. Um, honestly, we can switch any of these. 10 through 7 are all within 1 to 2 points of each other. All right. So let, they're all up for debate. Let's go through so, them then really Matrix quick. Matrix is at 10. Okay. That would make Lord of the Rings, The Two Towers, at number 9, and Aladdin at number 8, and Star Wars Arcade at number 7. Hmm. I th- I think Lord of the Rings and then are- the numbers start jumping up. I think Lord of the Rings and Star Wars Arcade need to move up on there more so because of their they're almost one for one with the movies that they are representative like representing. Excuse me. Um, you know, Aladdin, of course, is kind of a of a is a problem of its time where everything was a two D side scrolling platformer. And it's just something that's really tough to get past. I think Aladdin was probably executed very well for the point in time that it was. And there's always that level of difficulty there. But compared to... It was executed well enough that they brought it back. That they brought it back. Like they hmm. re-released it. Okay. And that was just, what, last year, Preston? Yes. Yeah. Mm. I don't know. <laughs> uh, I I think Aladdin belongs a little higher in the list, but that maybe that's because it's a little closer to my heart. <laughs> no, that's close to my heart too. I'm trying to think like which games did I have the most fun playing, and actually that's why I had Lord of the Rings at number ten. Um, because that was the least fun of these games that I had playing. See, and I had Lord of the Rings at number eight. Yeah, Kyle had it pretty low too. Uh, Sherm has it really high. I do. Sherm has the number uh, yeah, three spot, looks like. Mm-hmm. That's why it's like, if I like, give some I think wiggle I room. Same with Star Wars Arcade. With yeah. the two towers, had they put all the games together. You're talking like if you just had one master, like, you know, 20 or 30 hour yeah, game that put... was Lord of the Rings from movies one, two, and three. Well, no, because they put out, what, two towers and, uh, well... Did they, they did. They did all three. They did a fellowship. One? They did a fellowship of the ring, two towers, and oh, return they, of the they king. Did. Yeah, but the yeah. fellowship See, was and... more in line with the book than it actually was the movies. And then two towers came out, and that was a almost one for one of the of the movie itself. But, there was a lot of stealth in towers, the fellowship. What wasn't two towers and the one of the other ones the only two that were really hack and slash that followed the movies? <laughs> okay, so. See, and I, I, I fellowship does that a lot of stealth. Been a better game if it was combined that's why it kind of went lower on the list for me like if if it was if the two games were put into one and i had those two really short experiences put into a a decent sized experience i think i would have had more fun with it and it would have been higher on my list Hmm. i just thought lord of the rings two towers definitely encapsulated more of like the way the movie ended up panning out and I thought it was definitely more fun to do. I can agree, though, too, Preston, is that I think one place that really did get to me is, like, if you weren't playing as Legolas and you weren't doing any of the archery stuff, sometimes trying to run around as uh, Aragorn, it felt sometimes a little clunkier. I think there were some problems, like, with the camera movement and locking on to characters or, or enemies, excuse me, that you ran into some difficulty with. But Because there were so many on the screen. Exactly. And I think yeah. I always took great pleasure, though, in the fact that when you were actually at... um 
what was it the battle of helm's deep where you were able to kick ladders down they're just crawling up you just click the kick the ladders down and there goes an uh an orc eye you know just uh or uruk eye falling down on top of everybody else i just i liked that and then especially seeing well, remember, the movement of the characters towers coming did in the first one too though remember they did scenes yeah, from the first movie too yeah, because Two Towers was the first and second movie, and then what? What was it? Return of the King. They did their own. Uh, yeah. yeah, it was the. But they did make the a Fellowship movie. of the Ring game. They just right, I but it was a they, different it, style of game. It wasn't absolutely. in the same. It looked vein. more like it looked more like it tied in with that like animated Fellowship of the Ring movie they did back in <laughs> like the seventies or eighties, and then Two Towers was one for one with the movie, and then same was Return of the King. They never went back and did a Fellowship of the Ring game that was specifically with the movie. Am so, I not going to win Matrix here? Man, Matrix is so fucking fun, man. You get to do superhero shit. It's pretty see, fucking and I had great. Matrix at, at the number seven spot for me. I had it at the number four spot, but Sherm has a dead last. Yeah. Man, really, you think Lord of the Rings was a better game than the Matrix Path of Neo? Personally, I do. I didn't spend a lot of time playing Path of Neo. I spent a lot... I I completed Lord of the Rings Two Towers several times over, but Matrix Path of Neo, I just felt like, okay, it's, you know, it's pulling possibly some of the same stuff here with Enter the Matrix. I didn't realize, you know, until we started talking that it was the same dev, but it's just... For me, some of these other ones here seem like they fit better in line with what we were looking at in regards to the criteria for the topic. So that's why everything was laid out one through ten online. Well, I mean, I don't know. Matrix, Matrix follows the movies. Yeah, Ma- Matrix and Lord of the Rings were both short games, but Lord of the Rings you could p- complete in a sitting. I could did. you not with Path of Neo then? Uh, Dude, Path of Neo really. is close to twelve hours. Like, it, there's a lot in Path of Neo you have to do. You got to go through three movies because, like Kyle said, it's not just the one movie. You got to go through all right. three movies, and they even pad it. Like you have to go through the training programs in the beginning of Path of Neo with Neo. Those things that they just sit there in in the movie. See, I forgot about that too. He's just sitting there with his eyes closed, but you play him in the game. Hmm. Like there's a bunch of padding in the game. That damn. Okay. Well, that's fair. Ah. I, I can see. I can see Path of Neo moving up. Then that's that's fair. I just think there's more variety because honestly, Lord of the Rings, all it is is hack and slash. That's all it is. That's that's very true. I think that could definitely become something kind of redundant for some folks, especially if you are trying to push through it. But it's, I think maybe so how, it went up there a little bit more because again, thinking the criteria, but it's also one that I did spend a lot of time playing when I had a PlayStation Two as a kid. I did too. I enjoyed the hell out of that game. So if we want to bump, if we want to bump two towers to ten, that's perfectly fine. Then go Matrix Nine. Yeah, I think that'd be fine okay. with me. Because uh, it's still in contention yeah. between that and Star Wars Arcade and Aladdin. I think Star Wars list. Arcade is definitely better than Path or Path of Neo for sure. Mm, fine. God damn it. <laughs> uh, see, and I would fight that one. Oh, uh, a small victory. I here. would too, but Sherm really if likes. If you're willing to secede, all and he all just secede. yeah, and he just gave me Matrix for. Uh, I can I can play along with this. Small victories where you can get them, guys. Ten, nine. Okay, so that would put Star Wars Arcade at eight or seven. It's going up against Aladdin right now. They're also one point ahead of GoldenEye, which is at the number six spot. Oh, 
I, I don't know, Kyle, you already know where I sit with Star Wars Arcade. I have nothing against Aladdin, but I think Star Wars Arcade should be just up a little bit more. But if you have, if you guys definitely have more on the Aladdin front than anything, I'll I'll hear it out and we'll go from there. Um, I, I can't I, can I can't say... make a logical argument against Star Wars Arcade. Like it's a good game. Like yeah, it, it's a solid game. I I can't uh, Aladdin sinks close to my heart because that was one of the games that. When it, it came out, I actually got when I was a kid. I played the hell out of it. I still enjoy it to this day. Like, every I think we should give I, it to I'd him, like though. To go. Yeah, I think we should give it to him, though, Kyle, because he has Star Wars yeah. very high up that like, is in his top true. three. And yeah. you and I both have Aladdin at the midpoint. We have it at number six. So That's we're not we're not true. we're not balls deep for Aladdin. That's true, and Star Wars it, it is it is a really solid game. We'll we'll give you Aladdin. We'll give you Aladdin at eight. Star Wars at seven right now. What do we think about that? I, I compared compared to some of these other ones on here. I think you know. I think I've given some breathing room, and I think we've given some adjustments. I think I'm good with Star Wars staying where it's at right now. Because so Golden Eyes at seven? six right. then. Golden, I would put that would put Golden Eye at six, yeah. Which I think is actually a good spot for Golden Eye. Really looking at the fact that you know it was it was a movie tie-in, but and of course we have to again look at kind of the limitations of things. Is that James Bond has always been something about stealth, and they really tried their best to at least incorporate some type of stealth into that, especially with like the the difficulties of playing through the levels, you know, from has it been though? Agent and every, secret agent double every bond movie has had some Michael Bay explosion. Oh, it has. No, you're, you're not wrong. They also no. have the part where he sneaks into the mainframe and steals the yeah. information. Like, but then it, he's always on the chase afterwards. It's so, part of it. It's, you know. I mean, he's not, he's not, he's driving up in a BMW, not a tank. Like that's true. But then he that's drives true. up in a tank. And then he drives up in a tank. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, then he drives up in a tank. He drives out in a tank. He started with the BMW. Dude. It's more like yeah. he, he goes in stealth until shit goes wrong, and then he has to go guns blazing. I think what the that game actually the- really did, though, in regards to the movie itself, is at least they had the different sections of the game, though, that related to, um, you know, the movie anyway. And then they had you kind of go back and do some extra things that didn't happen in the movie, like when you had to go and shut down that that recommissioned satellite dish in Severnaya. Um, if you guys remember, that was when that was the winter level where the sky was like red instead of the the blue. And oh, yeah, 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 so that was not in the movie at all. And then, of course, the train one was, though. Um, and then, of course, let's see. I'm trying to think of some other stuff, too. The archives. Yeah, the archives, of course, um, kind of was. But, you know, it was only like maybe part of it is part of it. Is. Yeah, about 20, 30 seconds. Whereas, like, the scene going through the jungle when you had to go and fight, um, uh, fuck, why am I forgetting her name? Xenia. When you had to actually go and fight her after the plane crashed, you know, the fight with her was very short. But then you had to navigate through this entire jungle area that you didn't have to uh, watch in the movie either. So it, it definitely played into expanding out where it could. You know, there are some creative liberties. But then even when that was completed and you got other stuff unlocked and went on, you also had the level, you know, there was um, kind of a throwback to Man with the Golden Gun. There was also the level from Moonraker where you got the laser mm-hmm. and had to... And Jaws was and in Jaws it. And Jaws was in it. Yes, exactly. 
Uh, and then you had Odd Job in it too. Yeah, and then you had Baron Samity as well. So there was a lot that kind of like tied into not just 007 Goldeneye, but also the gold the James Bond franchise as a whole. But because it took so many more liberties though to at least kind of like deliver on that, um I felt it kind of like fell like right in the middle compared to some of these other ones, because I think some of these other ones actually ended up being better. You know, at least better representations of their movies. So if I'm wrong, you know, maybe we need to move it up. But I think it's right where it needs to be. Um, I have it lower because the best part of the game is not the part where it ties into a movie. The best part is the multiplayer. That is what makes that game what it is. <laughs> it, it would not be on this list if it didn't have that multiplayer. I wouldn't let it be on here. The cheats were pretty good, too. DK mode, paintball mode. I mean, just, you know, running around with a machine yeah, gun, like, just paintballs. That was. But but if it was but if it was just the game, like the story. I don't think we'd have it on here. Do you? No. I, I, I would have fought that a lot harder. Uh, well, no. I, I think it, it still could have made it on here. I, I, I think I would have fought for it a little bit. You think so? Mm, fair yeah. Enough. Oh. But that's why I had it lower. But if you guys are okay with it being this low, I'm fine. Right yeah, that's why, my, that's why it sat in the middle for me. I think that is just about perfect for Goldeneye. Okay. Well, where else are we? Uh, where are we at now? What was it? Five? Yeah, number five. Number five would be the thing right now. Ooh. Uh, it is a few points actually behind some of these others. Uh, it's about two points behind the number four spot, which is Alien Isolation. Okay. Uh, other than that, the other ones made it into the 20s. So this is the high teens. See, and I can't really fight that one at that point because I haven't played Alien Isolation, so I'm put it at a disadvantage for that one. The only argument I would give for Alien Isolation is it's more polished than the thing was. Like, I really did like the thing, but it's somewhat clunky. And especially, like, you couldn't play them now and really think the thing is better for that time, though. It fucking hits, man. I don't know. It's just, I was actually scared of the alien and that's what the first Alien was about. Was a it was a horror movie. It wasn't a action like well, Alien. You, you think about and it, it captures like, that. It was supposed to be like the spiritual successor of the movie too, because it's it's Ripley's right. daughter. Exactly, and it follows along that path too. Like I actually screamed out loud, like not real fear, but a scream when the alien pulled me out from underneath the desk, and I didn't even know the alien was behind me, and he had come through a vent and snuck up on me, and all of a sudden you see your camera. Face hits the ground, he pulls you out, and he flips you over. You're like, oh, shit. Like, it was terrifying. Well, but the, the well, thing was good, the too. the thing was supposed to be the spiritual successor of the movie, too. So. I think uh, Alien Isolation yeah, I really know, the, held the, it, though. Uh, yeah, if you really aliens, want the thing higher, I'm not going to fight you. No, if you, if you a, really a, want alien, the thing higher. Alien was on point. Everything that I saw on it. And I've watched lots of videos. And I know about the AI and how smart the AI is and how it... It would actually act like an alien would. Like and you it could learned only from use you. the flamethrower on it like twice, and then yeah, it's like you might as well never use it again. Exactly, it's not gonna. It's gonna know that you pulled it out just yep. to walk away. Yeah, yeah. There was a an exhilaration and anxiety with that game that I didn't quite have with the thing. That could be just genre taste, I guess. But I don't know. Yeah, it sounds like we're okay, though, with... Yeah. sounds like we're okay with that. Cool. All right, so that puts Thing at 5, Alien Isolation at 4. 
Uh, number three, we have Chronicles of Riddick. Escape from Butcher Bay. Uh, that is, ex- I actually had it one spot lower, but that's fine with me. I can dig it. What? what how many points separates Chronicles with the next one? Uh, so that one had 20 points. Spider-Man had 22. And Ghostbusters is number one with 25. Ooh. You know, I think I'm okay with that. I can live with that order, too. Uh, that's exactly the order I'd have it. The only thing I had switched was Alien and Riddick, but I'm okay with letting Alien stay lower. Because I know how much you like Riddick. I could hear the argument for Riddick over Spider-Man. Um, I have Ghostbusters at one, though, so I don't know how... I don't know. That. Spider-Man 2, it just... It was a great game, but if you played it now, it's very dated. Um, it is. It The one thing it had above all else for me was it was the first Spider-Man game that really nailed the swing mechanic, and that's what really made the game fun, is no other no other Spider-Man game had a swing mechanic quite like that, and it felt like you were Spider-Man. It did. Uh, I could hear... There is a but, point, though, I feel like it plateaus. Like, that's a does. really nice novelty for about the first two-thirds of the game, and after that, once you have, a mechan- you have the mechanic down, you've got a pretty good handle on how... And you can... Move about the city with ease. I think the game starts to peer out a little bit more than I it should. I will say, though, if, if you go and back those and play suck. Escape from Butcher Bay, it still holds up, I think. It does. I played it like two years ago. It does. He's right. I played that and Dark yeah. Athena again. They're, they hold up well. And the actual open like world said, of Spider-Man kind of sucks. Yeah. Like, I'm just trying to get to the fucking Daily Bugle for the 600th time, and this fucker, go get my balloon. I was like, you motherfucker. Like, mm, that's yeah, a lot of the side stuff in Spider-Man <laughs> I hated sucks those balloon ass. Missions. Yeah. If you want, I could switch Riddick and Spider-Man. I really like Spider-Man, but I could. If you, I think I would be a little happier with that. What about you, Sherm? Doesn't bother me anyway. I mean, I never Let's played Chronicles of Riddick. I just it, it pitch black and the Chronicles of Riddick movies. They just weren't something that immediately appealed to me, so it wasn't something I would go out of my I'll, way. Honestly, so. Me either. They weren't for me <laughs> The game's either, good. <laughs> the game's but good. you play the game, and it's like ten times better than any of the movies. And you're like, it wow, is. how could they make these and the movies were such shit? Mm. Yeah. The shooting mechanics are pretty clunky in those games, I think, though. I didn't like having a gun, really. I liked the stealth much more. Oh yeah, when you got the when you got his little dagger things, that was the yeah. That those was little, the most I don't know what they're called, but yeah, yeah. But it worked in a nice way, like where everybody else gives you that instinct mode, like in any kind of stealth yeah. thing. Like I can see through all, but like I have the advantage. This one, it was written. He has his he has that eye surgery thing in the game, and so it works with the game a lot better. The actual mechanic. Yeah, let's oh, do yeah. that. Let's put let's switch those. Let's switch those. And that would put Ghostbusters, the video game, at number one. Which I think is... Fucking which is love a, that choice. Deserving, deserving <laughs> Which I think, spot. yeah, that's a big one because it's it's what Ghostbusters should have been. You know, I, I'm really not trying to knock on the all-female ensemble of what we did get as Ghostbusters. I know we've got another movie that's coming out here soon, but at least that the ideas that um, that the original Ghostbusters had for their script for a third movie were at least able to kind of be put together with, I'm sure probably some tweaks and adjustments to fit a video game, you know, were at least able to be realized in one way or another before Harold Ramis died. 
So that that I think is a very big thing, and I think it's a very big honor for at least wasn't to be up there. Ri- wasn't the script for the game written by Harold Ramis? Yep, Harold Ramis and Dan it Aykroyd was, both yeah. wrote it. Yeah, because they were the ones who yeah. originally I think wrote the the other two. Like I need to go back and look at the writers for the original. I do scripts. have two knocks against the game. What's that? I think Bill Murray phones in his performance to a pretty bad degree. Actually, that's pretty. That's pretty much Bill Murray anyway. Yeah, I was like, he, he hasn't done very well lately at all. And then, um, fuck, I actually just forgot what my second problem was. Oh, um, no local co-op. That would have been a great game to play split screen yeah. with a friend as another Ghostbuster, and that was a bummer. Yeah. I can't even remember if it had online co-op, did it? I don't, I don't think, think so. so either. I think it was. I don't think it did either. Yeah. Like, what a missed opportunity to play, get four of your friends and play as the Ghostbusters. That's a fucking bummer. Yeah. But other than that, I thought the gameplay was pretty awesome. It wasn't even really a shooter. It felt almost like a fishing game. Like, wear out the ghost with these abilities and then pull him into this fucking trap. It, yeah. I thought it was fucking great. Yeah. And then you still got to fly uh, Marshmallow Man. Stay puffed. Great fucking game. I fucking love that game with a passion. It was so underrated, too, man. Like, nobody played it, I thought. It was short, though. Remember how short it was, Kyle? Yeah, it was very short. But, I mean... As far as length goes, I mean, it was it was like you were playing a movie, you know, you were sitting down yeah. to watch the movie, and you you just played it instead. Yeah. I haven't played the remastered. Has anybody done the new remastered? Is it any better? I, I, I haven't yet. I haven't either. No. Hmm. I need to go back and play that one. It's been actually a few years since I played Ghostbusters, but yeah. yes, I love that is our number one. Cool. Well. That is what we have here on this week's topic episode talking about movie video games. So with that said, thank you so much, everybody, for tuning in to this week's episode. Do not forget to check us out on our homepage. It is anchor.fm slash the-npcs-podcast, the home of our podcast, where you can find links to all of the different platforms we're supported on. So please make sure to go to that page, pick the platform of your choice, and subscribe to this podcast so you know when our newest episodes are available. We're also on social media on Twitter and Facebook at the NPCs Podcast. Make sure to check us out there. You can also find us on YouTube. Just search for the NPCs or find the links on social media or our anchor.fm page. We did just get a video put up, a once-over from Preston talking about the new Battletoads game on the Xbox. So please make sure to go ahead and hop over there and, uh, not talking to Frog Joke here, but make sure to go ahead and hop over there and uh, check that one out. Again, everybody, thank you so much for uh, tuning in. We will catch you all in the next episode. Laters. Laters.